I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome in, final hour of Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Esports Betting Network. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. That's Matt Humans. You guys matter. Everything matters here on the Esports Betting Network. I think Good we need to do a tribute to Paul Howard. Can we do it? Let's do it tomorrow. Do we have some dog videos? You said the two words. I can hear it now. I can hear it now. Actually, I can't because I've, I've muted like 30 of you. Let's load um, some dog videos for tomorrow. <laughs> okay. I'm not good. I will say, huh? well, Mitch and Paul, it, it's a it's a gift. It's a gift. Uh, I am not good at live commenting on dog videos. So, Mitch loves it. Mitch is very energetic about it. He gives you a lot of like the oh and ah, and I just yeah, I can't. We'll Maybe I'm just cold hearted. We'll, we'll, we'll try it tomorrow. I feel like you'd be really good at it. You bring good energy. You like cute <laughs> yeah, puppy dogs. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that dog. I feel like when you get home, like if do you have an animal? I do not. You don't? No. I feel like if you did. I'm not like home when, enough. If, if you have a dog, it's like a kid. You always got to be around to like babysit the dog. Well, I don't that's why do that. I, I have I always dogs, made. But I, I just don't have time for I them. have always made this argument, and you have always pushed back on me. Uh-huh. You love dogs. You are a cat person. <laughs> no, you, not at all. Are, you are. On, you are 100. On. Tell me, people behind uh-huh. the glass. He is one hundred percent a cat person because, like you mentioned, I hate cats. I know, but they're so they're perfect for you because they're so apathetic. All you got to do is show up, feed it, scoop poop every once in a while. Right. They leave you alone. They just chill at your house. It's a perfect animal for you. Cats are dumb. You have to show love to a dog. You can talk to it like this whenever you play with it. Like that's not you. Come on, I don't like cats at all. And also, you're way off base here because I'm allergic to cats. Oh, okay, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, cat Man, here. well, that's that's brutal. That's bittersweet. That's that's terrible. 
They're the perfect animal for you, and you, <laughs> it's you not can't. The perfect animal. <laughs> Cats are idiots. Speaking of perfection, dogs are highly intelligent. Shohei Otani. I'm a dog player, and I think the Angels might be a dog to watch in the second half of the baseball season. They're one game over 500. Mike Trout's coming back, we think, in late July. And uh, I think the pitching staff's showing signs of improvement. The fact that the Angels are over 500 with Trout being out for the last month or six weeks or whatever it's been, man, yeah. it seems like it's a long time Trout's been out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised. I, I thought they would be under 500 at this point. And uh, so that's... A reason for optimism, I believe, going into the second half with the Angels. I am a little bit concerned about Shohei Otani's workload and whether or not he's going to wear down at some point in the second half. But uh, how about you? You're a, you're a Angels super fan. Are you optimistic about the second half? Um, I am for the most part. Look, I think one of the things that kind of bothers you if you're looking at the Angels, um, and a lot of this has to do with some games against the, you know, the Dodgers remaining, the White Sox, they do have the eighth hardest schedule left in Major League Baseball if you're talking about just the teams in terms of winning percentage and everything like that as they move forward. But still have a top ten lineup and a lot of key metrics. That's without Mike Trout. We've, we've mentioned Andrew Heaney. We've mentioned Alex Cobb in terms of pitchers who have the numbers behind them to potentially have better second halves than they had in the first half. And if they're buyers at the deadline, Trout comes back, they go get a, a, a Duffy type, right? Mm-hmm. Kyle Gibson, I, I think there's something there for the Angels. So I love yes, this. Uh, uh, okay. They're a threat. I'm glad you're on board. How about these Shohei Otani splits? Check this out. I love this graphic. Offense for Otani, 56 extra base hits. He's allowed 17 as a pitcher. 33 homers, he's allowed six. You see the numbers there on the screen. He's hit 279. He's allowed a batting average of 195. Awesome first half for Otani. Let's follow the money here on VSIN. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns play game four of the NBA Finals of the Pfizer Forum today. Milwaukee, the four point favorite, total 220 and a half. Scoring prop bets available. Giannis Adetokounmpo, Milwaukee, over under 34.5. That number juice to the under. Chris Middleton of the Bucks over under 24.5. That number juice to the over. Phoenix's Chris Paul, over under 21.5. That number is flat. The Open Championship, Royal St. George's Golf Club, tees off Thursday. John Rahm plus 750. Brooks Kepka 14 to 1. Zadish Shoffley, 16 to 1. Jordan Spieth is 18 to 1. Defending champion Shane Lowry, 40 to 1. Football season is almost here. Our experts profiled every college and pro team with advanced stats, power ratings, plus the best bets for win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide only $20 and discounts available when you buy both the guide and subscribe to vSIN. Go to vSIN.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vSIN odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Final hour of the program today, Matt Humans and Jonathan Von Tobel filling in for the guys just this week. That's it. <clears throat> Don't need it. So, Tribute tr- to Paul Howard on tomorrow's show. <laughs> we'll try- We're tri- no, 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 no. promise some dark videos. What's that? Let's just be clear. Tribute makes it sound like the end. It's not the end. Okay. All right. Let's just be clear on that. I'm optimistic he'll be back soon. Before I get, you know. Mike um, Trout, Paul Howard could be back about the same time. I have a trivia question for you. Mm-hmm. 
in the second half of the Major League Baseball season, who has the hardest schedule left? <laughs> That's not the Angels. That was a very confident laugh. <laughs> I know the answer to this. Uh, toughest schedule remaining, I'll say the... Got to be in one of the best divisions, right? Mm, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Let's go with the uh, Miami Marlins. Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh. Well, every team the D-backs <laughs> play is <laughs> so much better than the D-backs. <laughs> but just by strength of schedule, they got the hardest schedule left. Uh, by a mile, too, compared to Colorado's got the second hardest. The easiest schedule goes to one of the teams, actually, you said buy low on potentially in the second half, the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, Phillies should be able to make a move in the second half of the season. The Angels open the second half at home against the Seattle Mariners. Team that just lost 2-3 to. Looks like Otani is not scheduled to pitch again until Monday at Oakland. Big start. Big series. Yeah. Big series for the Angels right there. Big All game tonight in the series. NBA. Oh, is it? Didn't realize it. Game four of the NBA Finals later tonight. The Milwaukee Bucks, your favorite to even this series up. Laying four, we'll call consensus four with a total of 220 and a half. Uh, there are four and a half, so there are 220 and a half, so 220s out there, so you can take your pick of those numbers. But regardless, Bucks favored to take another one here against the Phoenix Suns. And it's funny, as we take, we, I think when you look at it just from the perspective of the side humans, you know, I've brought this up a couple of times, and playoffs are a little bit different in terms of regular traditional power ratings and home road swings. You know, to go from four and a half for Phoenix in the first two games at home to now four and a half for Milwaukee in the two games at home, uh -huh. it's quite the swing that on the surface doesn't make sense. But the Bucks, you know, there are adjustments. Things change in the course of a series. Well, it made, first of all, made complete sense in game three because that was a spot where the Bucks right. were going to respond. The desperation and, angle, if right? If you bet NBA series, you had to bet the Bucks in game three. Yep, and that's why it went from yeah. three and a half to four and a half, right, in that game on the open. Yeah. And so now you see fours and four and a halves popping up here. I would... I would venture a guess that you were going to close four and a half in favor of Milwaukee tonight yeah, by the time we so. get the tip off, right? So There's not going to be any surprises in terms of personnel. Somebody's going to be out. Somebody's going to be in. Yeah. We, know, we know who's going to be on the floor. Exactly. And we're starting to get an idea because this is the point of the series, right, where you, know, you can only make so many adjustments. So by the time you get to a certain point of a series, right around game four, you know, you're rolling out what you're rolling out. And, and to give Mike Budenholzer credit, they have made the adjustment here, which is – we are going to play. We'll start our traditional lineup of Brooke Lopez out there. But early in the game, we're going to go and we're going to take out Brooke Lopez. We're going to put in Pat Connaughton, and we are going to go small. We're going to play Giannis at the five, and we are going to switch everything. And this is the way that we are going to play. Defensively, it makes us, uh, look, we'll switch one through five. We don't really care. There's not really any matchups that kill us a lot. DeAndre Ayton, but like I was telling the guys on the nightcap yesterday, it, Pick your, pick your poison, Matt Humans. If you're Mike Budenholzer, would you rather risk getting destroyed by the dynamic backcourt of Devin Booker and Chris Paul mm -hmm. and that drop coverage from a defensive game plan, or would you rather say, you know what, DeAndre Ayton, drop 30 and 15 and let's see what happens. I think I'm going to go with force DeAndre Ayton to beat us on almost every well, single possession. To. You have to. And actually, there's a story in the ringer today. Did you read this about the Bucs and uh, Coach Bud? Mm -mm. After... Chris Paul went for 32 points and nine assists in game one. The, the, the Bucks have adjusted their defensive strategy. And what it's, uh, what it's done is forced Chris Paul to turn the ball over more. So the, the story gives a lot of credit to Coach Bud for the adjustments and um, kind of limiting Chris Paul's impact. And I don't know if, if you're actually going to, going to say that that defensive strategy – 
is Bud's idea and give him full credit for that and think that they have neutralized Chris Paul in this series, or it's a little bit of a fluke. I'm not sure what you think, but I, w- I would expect that Chris Paul is going to be more of a force uh, going forward in this series. The Bucks did do a pretty good job on him the last couple games. Yeah, they have, yeah. and I think that speaks to what you're doing defensively, which is, you know, are you going to neutralize him? I don't know, right? Chris Paul is crafty enough as a player that, that it's probably going to be. can adjust, too. Of course. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, when we talk about Chris Paul thriving as a basketball player, it is what? It was, which we saw in the first game, which was, hey, Brooke Lopez is going to switch on to me. <laughs> okay, you're massive and slow. Right. I'm going to take advantage of that, find my spots, and score on you. You know, when you play one through five where, okay, let's Let's run a 1-5 pick and roll. Okay, so I'm going to go from Drew Holiday to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, that's a really that's a tough matchup, right? Mm-hmm. That's tough to find your shot if you're Chris Paul. So I think so much neutralizing him as it, it forces him, and he's a very good one, but it forces him to become more of a facilitator outside of a scorer. What does that mean? That means Devin Booker, who has shot, right, as we talked about, 30, what, 8% from the floor Booker since shot Game well 2 of the Western Conference Finals. Booker shot well in Game 2 of the NBA right. Finals. That's right. And then Game 1 and 3, not so much in not terms so of efficiency. So it's it's Devin Booker. <clears throat> You've got to step up in that regard, right? It's other places like Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, DeAndre Ayton when you're finding those mismatches. Uh-huh. It's about those guys performing at a very high level. But I think when a lot of the times is this comes back to one of the things that I think in one of the, the, the notes that I made in the pre-series preview humans, which was if you found a flaw with Phoenix outside of their rim defense, which is something we talked about, right? Again, most attempts within four feet of the basket allowed in the playoffs, 24th in rim defense of the regular season – it was there is no consistent outlet in terms of attacking off the bounce. North-south, getting within four feet of the basket and finishing. Even Chris Layup is not the most skilled finisher when it comes to laying up the ball. We actually saw a couple of instances in game three in which he didn't, and that's where you get into this realm of now it gets a little troublesome. As you move forward, if we're switching everything, you got to be at one point, okay, I have a mismatch here on a slower guy. Let me blow by him, right? If I get a Bobby Portis on me, let me see if I can attack off the bounce, get him into foul trouble or attack. There's nobody on this team that's really doing that. And I think that's where you get into the flaws of Phoenix and some of the problems. So I, I, I've been fascinated for this series. I know people say it's kind of boring. I think if you look at it from like an X's and O's and like the intricate matchups that's been thrown out there, it's not boring. It, it's, a, it, it's been a really fun series. We just haven't point. had a game that was decided on a buzzer beater. Well, but even know? then, game two was a five-point game of the fourth quarter. Like that, that was a stressful game for Phoenix, and then they eventually pulled away. You know, There is going to be a buzzer beater type of game at some point in the series that's coming. Mm-hmm. Always, it always happens, right? right? I mean, look, this we could just, be it. And it could be it tonight in game four. Uh, you know, I think the Bucks have found some things to work offensively. You know, you know, they got out and ran the break, pounded the paint, got to the free throw line, and the freak's been unstoppable. Uh, Will Middleton and Holiday play well uh, in back-to-back games? Obviously, that's a huge question mark for the right. Bucks. Uh, we talk a lot about Holiday's offense. We, we haven't really talked much about his defense. And he's done a pretty good job I of being so. – assertive or being aggressive or physical with Chris Paul, right? No. So he's done a, don't you think he's done a better oh. job with that in the last two games? I think so. Uh, well, absolutely. <clears throat> I think he's done a really good – I think that's part of – you know, if you go back to game two in which he was absolutely awful, he made some brilliant yeah. defensive plays, right? He had a clean block. Like there were so many different instances where you're watching him be insanely impactful on the defensive end, but on the offensive end just kind of being abs- – no, nothing, just absolutely nothing, right, in that uh-huh. regard. And there's being aggressive and there's just chucking. And he was just kind of chucking to a certain extent in game two. And, you know, I've made this case for Drew Holiday – you don't need five of ten. You get like three of seven, an efficient shooting night from the floor. And I'm talking about like from beyond the arc. 
You don't need five of ten from deep. You give me three of seven and an efficient shooting night because he's actually still been a really good facilitator, right? He is able to move the ball around and play as the main ball handler. Mm -hmm. That's what you kind of need, especially when you look at the changed role of Giannis, especially in this last game. Giannis has not been the main ball handler. It has been Drew Holiday. He has run more screens in this postseason. I think it was Zach Lowe who had it on his podcast. uh, Of the ten games in which Giannis has operated the most as a screener, nine of them have come in the postseason. This postseason. Right. And so, like, you've seen this adjustment in terms of what Giannis has done as a role player, and I think you're going to see it a lot more here, which means Holiday just has to be better. He's got to be more efficient. Because if all of a sudden your guard on pick and rolls is not a threat to score or to shoot, well, then it's like, okay, well, then who cares? We're just going to drop off these. (laughs) Right. So we're going to drop off these pick and rolls, or we're going to be able to, you know, put a little bit of padding here, and we're going to be able to stop Giannis when he's coming to the point of attack. But, yeah, I I think this is – when you talk about the adjustments, it comes down to – are the Suns going to hit their shots from the offensive standpoint? And can you get consistency from Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and the others as you move forward in the uh, series? That's going to be intriguing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm going to look at three possible bets. I'm not going to bet the player prop, but if I did, I would look to bet Holiday under 19.5 just because he has not put solid offensive games together back-to-back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would have my doubts about him doing that tonight. What I am going to look to bet is over uh, 220. I think with two and a half days off, Essentially, uh, three days off uh, here in the NBA Finals, you're going to have teams. You, I think both teams are going to come out with a lot of energy tonight. Yep. And you don't have the scenario that you see sometimes in the NBA when you play every day or every uh, every other day, where guys have tired legs. They play at a slower pace. Jump shots come up short. Uh, you, sh- you should have two teams with a lot of energy tonight for Game Four because of the layoff. Also, the Suns. If you look at Game Three. Jay Crowder shot six of seven from three, which is not going to happen again. So uh, that's a rarity. But the rest of the Suns shot three for 24 from three-point range. I think Booker, Paul, those guys are going to shoot better uh, from three tonight. The Suns will probably be better offensively. And like I said, the Bucks have found some things that work for them offensively and defensively as well. But I, w- I would, like you said, it. we're going to have a game here that's a lot higher scoring. All these games have fallen right around 220. I think over 220 is probably the uh, the play tonight. And I like the Suns, but JVT, like I said, I like the Suns a little bit. And a plus four and a half, I'm not even sure if I'm going to play that because you have so many opportunities in live wagering in these games to get a better number. Sometimes you just have to be patient, and it's tricky to know when the right time is to jump in mm-hmm. because you might jump in at uh, this time out and take seven and a half, and at the next time out you could have had nine and a half, and you're kicking yourself a little bit. But uh, – the key, the basically the key is just to get a better number than four and a half, mm-hmm. and try to get as close to the peak number as you possibly can. I think at some point tonight the buy sign for me would be eight. If I can get eight with the Suns on live, and I like the way the game's going, that's probably the way I'll play it. But uh, that's the way I'm looking to uh, bet the side tonight. I think I will play over two twenty. And I, I would say too, because uh, to your point about in-game wagering, the team that has won the first quarter. Each game in the series has lost the game, right? So you know the <laughs> right. Bucks won, had the first two quarters that were very good, and the games one and two ultimately lost those two games by thirteen and ten points respectively. Then we saw the Phoenix yep. Suns come out win the first quarter in Game Three, ultimately lost by twenty points. So it, and that's not a trend that I think. Hey, man, whoever loses the first quarter, go the other way. No, it just gives you an idea of how these games have gone right, and that there should be opportunities on the other side in game to find different options. Yeah. It's a game of runs, as they say. And, uh, 
it's a game of runs and a, a series of adjustments. And the last point, I think, too, because I do really like what Milwaukee has done over the last two games, even though the second game resulted in a loss. Uh, if you feel like if you're sitting back and you think that Milwaukee is very alive to win this series, I will say this again. It's not bet the Bucks. You can get Giannis at plus two. Let me see. I'm looking right here. FanDuel's got him at plus 220 to win finals MVP. Series price is about two to one, two to five. It's bet Giannis to win MVP because even if this, like, if this goes seven, right? Well, first off, let's get out of the way. If they win the finals, Giannis is winning MVP. No doubt. Right? And even if, it, let's say, it goes seven, Phoenix wins a close one at home to close it out. There is still the door open for you. Slight chance. Very slight. But it's still there, right? That, that you could potentially still win this bet even if they lose this It's probably going to be Chris Paul, but at least you'd have a slight chance to be the free. Yeah, at least you're not tied to a victory, right? You're pretty, you know, you are to a certain extent really needed, but there is the small chance that you might get it. You see the finals <laughs> MVP odds there. Chris Paul minus 250, Giannis Antetokounmpo plus 225, and then you get the gap, right? 11 to 1 on Booker, 21 on Middleton, 33 to 1 on DeAndre Aiden, Mikhail Bridges 81, and Drew Holiday at 200 to 1. It's a two man race for MVP right now. It is. It is. I think Chris there's Paul, a, the odds on favorite, minus 250. I think there's a strong like, shop around. Uh, like numbers argument to be made. That, What's uh, the best price you've seen on Chris Paul to be MVP right now? Uh, I think I think that's like the minus two, like two, it's like two hundred. I think was the okay. lowest one I have seen up to this point right now. I mean, but there's as high as minus two forty. Uh, let's see, right now I got another one two twenty five. Yeah, that's DraftKings, so two twenty five is probably up there in terms of winning that. Uh, but again, you know, if you're doing that, you're talking about looking at the whole thing. Two twenty five Suns are you know minus two fifty to win. It's another way to kind of offset it, but there's still the correlation to Chris Paul winning it. I think is strong to the Suns. But you're much better in a situation like mine where you're thinking plus 175 before the series started because right now there's still a potential. Let's say Booker goes nuclear here. They win this game. They go back home. You know, There's a chance that Devin Booker can still kind of swipe that from him from one more strong yeah, performance. Yeah, because Booker had a really good game too. So if well, think about Booker. He would have to finish with a flourish for Phoenix uh, for him to get the MVP, but that's certainly possible. Well, and think about just the, the what, what an explosion from Booker would look like, right? Yeah. Game one of the Western Conference Finals, a 30-point triple-double. Like that, that's, that's something that, that's got the ability to really sway voters in, in one direction, as opposed to Chris Paul, who's just like monotone, 23-8 yeah, and eight on 50% shooting, I'll be fine. And if he continues to do that, He'll probably win the award, but Booker's flashy. Paul's going to win the sentimental vote. Oh, of course he will. It's also been a season of attrition in the NBA, and Mm -hmm. the Suns probably would not be here if not for Kawhi Leonard's injury. Yep, he had a partially torn ACL. For those who did not see the news yesterday, Kawhi Leonard uh, did undergo surgery on that, and he will be done. uh, It seems like, just given timelines of similar injuries, at least six months until a return to basketball activities. Uh, And then again, that's basketball activities, not recovery, so that gives you an idea of Post-All-Star break, February, March, maybe you start to see Kawhi Leonard, April. Uh, but I feel relatively confident that Kawhi Leonard will be on the floor for the Clippers at some point next year, but it's going to sure. be very late into the year. So maybe a late-season bet if you think I mean, that the Clippers have highly unlikely it's going to be before the All-Star break. Correct. It could be closer to the playoffs, but uh, Kawhi had surgery to repair I mean, the partially torn right ACL. And uh, I'm not surprised. When he set out that many games, I Soft. told you, I, I, <laughs> I thought that Quitter. my speculation was that he had a torn ACL. He told the doctors himself. <laughs> Quit. Um, I thought robots could just download new parts, so I, that's kind of surprising. You figured he would just install a new ACL and get on with it. All right, we are, um, what, about 20 minutes away or so from Nick Bogdanovich who's going to join us. Our previews of the British Open continue. It's Follow the Money here on the
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. If you're looking for a hot tip to bet on, Bet Rivers Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app, betrivers.com, find the game, what you want to bet on, tap tips, only the tip, and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. Try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis, and a variety of other sports. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time playthrough. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Mm. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. And again, if you missed that, Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Yes. When I think Bet Rivers, I think Danny Burke, the Irish Bulldog. Is that what his nickname is? And on tomorrow's show, a tribute to the Irish uh, Paul Howard oh, okay. with a dog video. All you in Blackford County, remember that. Uh, that's in Indiana. Uh, I was trying to do my Wes Reynolds impression. Very quickly, I got a text a couple of days ago that I forgot to bring up. I, I had a request from somebody. Okay, what is it? You might know who this person is. It says, dope. Or no, that's me. Uh, the <laughs> The Bucks sucked me in going to the finals on Wednesday. Ask Matt on air if he ran into Robert Kraft this weekend anywhere. I did not. No? no? Uh, that reference falls flat? Robert Kraft uh, was in town. He was in Vegas for the UFC event, right? Mm-hmm. You think he's swung through Chinatown? Or? <laughs> I don't know. 
Huh? I do not know. I don't know what that reference is about. Okay. <laughs> okay. I get the feeling you do. You just this don't want to explain it. Uh, I think that's Aaron Renning, who's at the Milwaukee Bucks. It is. Uh, game four. I, I said last week, Bucks superfan Aaron Renning and Mitch Moss are both from Wisconsin. And then we had Chad Andrus on the show this week. He's a Bucks fan. Yep. Everybody seems to be a Bucks fan around here. That's where Mitch is, right? Didn't he go to Milwaukee to, to watch the Bucks? I think in Mitch and his wife are uh, driving up to up and down the coast of California. What? So. Yeah. At this important time for Milwaukee sports fans? You, you can guarantee that he will be tuned in to game four tonight, though. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to act like he doesn't care, but he's like, ah, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. I told him to stop at Clint Eastwood's bar, Hog's Breath, up by uh, Pebble Beach. Okay. I'm uh, a, uh, I don't know where he's going to watch the game. But. I'm a Whiskey Girl fan down at uh, downtown San Diego. It's a good okay. spot. It's a good yeah. spot. Right? Is that still there? Yeah, gas lamp. There's a bunch of good bars. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I don't think that's what we intended to talk about here. What, what was on the uh, topic list for those um, five minutes? I'm not going to lie. I don't remember. Uh, but I will say that I did know that I was going to report that uh, the Clippers, since the Kawhi Leonard injury, are down to about 25-30-1. to one. Mm-hmm. That was over at the Superbook. And after that, I got nothing. I thought you said the NBA MVP odds were out for next season. Yeah, but I don't think people care about that. Luka Doncic is the favorite to win the thing. We have a lot of time to discuss that, as we will probably do every single week, because that was one of the hot topics, as I did my many hits throughout the months leading up to the... Let's talk MLB updated win totals. Those are up at DraftKings, right, for the second half, and uh, the Dodgers... Original win total for the Dodgers, 103.5 or 10... I even saw 104.5. Now the updated win total for the Dodgers... 98 and a half. Mm. Not much of a drop off there for a team that got off to a really slow start. Seems like a garbage start to the season to me. How about the Giants, though? Look at the difference in the Giants and the D backs. That's what I think when you look at the National League West, the Giants right now, 32 and a half games ahead of Arizona. The D backs have bottomed out, they've hit rock bottom. Their win total was 75 and a half. Uh, before the season, now lowered to 59. How are they going to get over 59 and a half, JBT? This team has. 26 wins yeah. right now. Yeah, that's. Are you um, going to bet over 59 and a half on Arizona? Uh, God, no. no. Espe- well, especially if you're going to lay a price to go over 59 and a half. That's the other part about it, right? Lay $1.30 to go over that number. Um, I will say so I don't think the Giants are going anywhere. And their run differential, which is better than the San Diego Padres, indicates that they're not going anywhere. You, you mean they're going to stay around the top and play? Right, right. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. There's a chance they could win the division. I still think the Dodgers will eventually win that thing. Uh, but top wild card, I feel very confident in saying that they'll probably have right that uh, in that running. San Diego, of course, could improve from a pitching standpoint. I will say that in the research for the buy low, sell high guys, there are a few San Francisco Giants pitchers who didn't make the cut but were right there sure. in terms of sell high dudes that you're getting some performances from in the first half that were uh, potentially a little unsustainable. That yeah, doesn't surprise me, obviously, when you look at the Giants, 57-32. and 32, they got a lot of players that people perceive to be overachieving, right? Right. I mean, yeah, you don't yeah. get a win total before the year started uh, of 74-and-a-half for a reason. Right. right. The D-backs had a higher win total than the Giants, and right now the Giants are 32-and-a-half games ahead of the D-backs through 90. Yep. All right, in-pocket plays, yeah. when we come back, uh, there will be a lot of golfers in this in-pocket plays for the British Open when we return.
basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right, in pocket plays. A lot to get to here. British Open, of course, upon us. Uh, golf theme here, Matt Humans. Let's roll through them. Six guys in the pocket for me for the British Open. Very excited. I do love golf. I like other sports. Um, well, you got hooked on golf. And again, if you hit a big futures ticket on golf, it does reel you in, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, uh, what was a few years ago? Uh, you hit. You it, was hit a, it was a massive future. I'll tell you, the first future I hit in golf was, it was huge. I'm going to guess it was not massive. It was Justin Thomas' 10-1 to to win the Honda Classic like five years ago or something. Okay. But still, the one thing that really actually got me hooked, and I don't do it enough now, is it was actually a matchup betting, and it's why I got in the Hideki Matsuyama train. I don't know who I bet him on, but I liked his numbers going into one of these U.S. Opens many years ago Uh and, you know, had him in a tournament matchup and liked his game. And from there, you know, golf is a fun and interesting sport, so... Uh, like betting on golf, like these futures, like a tournament like this with a unique setting where you're waking up and going to the Westgate at like, you know, seven and six in the morning, four in the it. morning, <clears throat> checking it out in the box. So, love golf betting. Golf you said betting's it, great. If you hit a long shot. Oh, that helps too. Matsuyama at 50 to one. Longest shot I've hit. So awesome. Far. Cash those tickets. This year I've had golf futures tickets cash at 50, 60, and 70 to one. Yeah, I've only hit you two know, this year. Uh, 50 to one on Mats. And then as we were talking, Rory, when he won over at Quail Hollow. In the range of about 17, 16 to 1 mm-hmm. there. So, six guys uh, for me here. Brooks Kepka at 17 to 1. Uh, I would agree with this. This is a guy in open settings that has performed very well, uh, as we were talking about early uh, with Jeff Wright, early on in his career with these settings, right, in terms of playing European uh, courses. He's got experience on him. I just think this sets up well for him. Accurate off of the tee, like everything about his game. So you know, one thing about Kepka, too, to uh, the tougher the course, the better he plays a lot yeah. of times. Even though he has faded on Sundays and some uh, recent majors and not backed up his big talk, I like Kepka here too, JVT. And if uh, you jump into the numbers, number one on uh, strokes gained on the Lynx courses since 2015, yeah. Brooks Kepka ranks number one. You know who's number two? Sanders Shoffley. Ooh, X. John, John Rahm also in the top 10. Uh, X is not on my card. Jordan Spieth is, though, 21 to 1. Uh, obviously, the worm has turned here a little bit. The odds have caught up with Spieth, but he's been in absolutely incredible form, right? Didn't really go well at the PGA Championship, but since that Texas Open win, like we're talking about, ninth, right? WGC match play from there. First at the uh, Texas Open. Top 10s at the Masters. AT&T, Byron Nelson. You go from there. He has just been insanely consistent with these top 20s yep. and his performances. This is a course that fits him in terms of his game, right? This link style, strong with the irons. He's not not as strong off the tees, we know, with accuracy. You think he can get away with a little bit more here. Uh, we also know his past with British Open. So he did that incredible one. Was it 2017, 2016? 17. Yep. So I, I like uh, Jordan Spieth in a setting like this. And then you get a little bit deeper. Uh, Patrick Cantlay, 37-1. Agreed with Jeff and all the analysis here. I think this is a strong setting for him. And at a price where you're talking about close to 40-1, to uh, I will take 37-1 on Patrick Cantlay. There's a lot Cantlay. of pros, a lot of pro betters like Patrick Cantlay this week. So uh, you're on the same side of them. Yep. Indy Jeff Seeley likes Cantley. He does not like Fleetwood, but you like Fleetwood. No, and this is my new Hideki Matsuyama. You know, Fleetwood, I will say this, and you and I have talked about this before, while the form hasn't been great, while I think over the last year or so he has not been awesome, uh, in open settings he's done really well. He's got two run, uh, runners up in majors so far. One of the best performances was at Shinnecock, where he finished second yeah. uh, behind Kepka that year. Actually shot a 63 when everybody else was complaining about
about the course. He had a great Saturday. I think Fleetwood in his game fits well here. Webb Simpson as well at 61 to one, and uh, Bazudenhut. I think uh, if a guy like Jeff is he talking about it in the range of 70, 80 to one was a play at 118 to one. I'll ride the train there. That's current number at Circus Sports. Bazudenhut at 118 to one. So you got a good number there. And you talked about Webb Simpson with uh, Indy Jeff Seeley. Mm-hmm. And Webb is not a bomber off the tee, obviously. No, and short you game. Don't have to be. Yep. You have to be accurate with. Uh, you have to be accurate off the tee and good with your short game, and that's Webb Simpson. So that's uh, not a bad play. I just have one in-pocket play for tonight in basketball. I'm going to play the uh, Suns Bucks over 220. I'm probably going to jump in on the Suns at some point in live betting, but I'm not going to take the four and a half uh, pregame. Uh, but we'll go over in the NBA Finals Game 4. In the British Open, the plays I put up yesterday, uh, I think one's missing off the top there, and that's uh, Brooks Kepka. I had Kepka at 18-1, to 1, and uh, Louis Oosthuizen, 36, Terrell Hatton, 42, Matt Fitzpatrick, 58, Ian Poulter, 95, and Matt Wallace, 155. But yeah, Brooks Kepka is missing off that graphic at 18-1. Uh, and uh, also got Kepka. Minus 125 over Colin Morikawa. There, there it is up on the screen. Kepka minus 125 over Morikawa in a matchup. JBT Morikawa played Lynx golf for the first time last week. That's incredible. Barely made the cut in yeah. the Scottish Open. Uh, I think Kepka should be a bigger favorite here against uh, Morikawa. For a professional golfer, for that to be the <clears> first time, that's pretty incredible. He's a young guy, too. Yeah. And don't forget, last year all those tournaments were canceled. Yeah, that's a good Because point. of COVID in uh, 2020. Uh, so those are the plays for the British Open and um, tonight for NBA Finals Game 4. How, how are you going to play the uh, Finals Game tonight? Uh, so I think, you know, I'll follow you on that. I, I want to hold out and get a little, see if I get that 219.5 that you were looking for. But over 220 would still be a play for me. But uh, I'll, I'll be on the over in this game. And I think that is going to be the way to go for me. You know, I've been kind of consistent, you know, in terms of as you play these series, especially over the course of best of sevens, if you have an angle, you play it out over the large sample mm-hmm. size. Game three doesn't go over the total, but you're one three-point shot away from actually having that happen. And just an overall better performance from the Phoenix Suns that was going in the direction that I expected. You've talked about it. Both of these, all three of these games, we've had at least one team go over 110 points. This is going to be something that I think is consistent with this series going forward. So I expect another high scoring from Fairtown. Yeah, the winning uh, winning teams had about 118, 118, and 120 Mm -hmm. in the first three games of the finals. Are you a horse racing fan? I am. I thought you were. Huh? I am. Okay. Well, first bet is the place for you then. With wagering on races at over 300 tracks and AI-assisted picks, it's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. With secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website, all brought to you by ExpressBet. Sign up using the promo code VEGAS100 today and get up to $100 in a match bonus on your first deposit. Visit first.com. That's one S-T dot com slash bet slash Vegas 100 for details. Again, the promo code Vegas 100 for express bet. Good read. Like it. Vegas 100. Coming up when we come back, Nick Bogdanovich is going to be with us. Quite the golfer. He's got long shots for the British Open, and I'm sure Nick's going to have an opinion on tonight's NBA game. Yes. Also want to find out what the betting action has been like on USA basketball through three games. Uh, Team USA upset as a 28 and a 16 point favorite, but covered last night to get its uh, first win 
in the Olympic uh, exhibitions. We also discuss on the other side, potentially with Nick Bogdanovich, the top 10 quarterbacks in the National Football League. You have Aaron Rodgers outside of your top five? It's a hot topic right now. It's a hot topic. <laughs> All right, we'll come back with Nick Bogdanovich on the other side. BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, the college football season is right around the corner, and that means the VSIN College Football Betting Guide is coming soon. JVT's working on the Mountain West. I'm working on the Pac 12 and the Big Ten. Our, our experts look at the impact of the transfer portal, key games on the schedule, and a lot more. So you have the betting edge this football season. The guide is only $19.99, and discounts available when you buy early. So now's the time to reserve your copy or sign up. For the VSEN all access and get everything we have to offer for the entire football season. As always, go to vsen.com slash subscribe. It's Matt Humans. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. Let us welcome in Nick Bogdanovich, uh, who is nice enough to give us some time 
today to discuss everything going on at the British Open, NBA. Uh, real quick, Nick, before we get to that, though, uh, just get this out of the way because humans and I have been discussing this over the last couple of days. What has the betting been like uh, on these last few friendlies for the USA men's team in basketball as they have been upset through the first two and finally get back on track yesterday with a win and cover over Argentina? Yeah, decent. Nothing great, but uh, we won the first two pretty good. But yesterday the Sharps got involved. That's USA and over, and they went it in a hand ride. So, yeah, it's good. Just another something on the menu to bet. Uh, there's never a dull moment in the world of sports betting, and now we get some, uh, you know, uh, sporting house, Sunset Park basketball on uh, <laughs> TV for a couple hours. That's true. The USA basketball team playing at Mandalay Bay here on the Strip. And a 28-point favorite against Nigeria on Saturday night. Lost the game outright. 16-point favorite against Australia. Was that the, was it Monday? And uh, yeah. lost that game outright mm-hmm. on yeah. Monday. And USA basketball bounces back uh, to win. That's why I was curious, Nick. I was going to ask you how many people were actually laying the 28 with the USA in that first game against uh, Nigeria. Did you get – so it sounded like you had some bets on the favorite. Yeah, we did. Uh, not, nothing on the money line in the Nigeria game. It was too high. But Australia, they laid the uh, they lay, they were laying the money line and the points. Uh, we we opened that one thirteen and a half and closed it like fifteen and a half. Uh, so we scooped the pot on that one. Yesterday we opened. I want to say seven. The total they bet over pretty good. So. Oh boy. We have USA minus. Minus five dollars to win the gold. Okay. All right. Let's. See. Hey, Nick. We're gonna we're gonna yeah, reconnect I, with you, Nick. Uh, technology again, fickle with these. Uh, well, I heard what he said there. Yeah. The USA is minus five dollars to win the gold in yeah. basketball in the Olympics. And, and as uh, we were talking about earlier, yeah. uh, right? So, as uh, somebody tweeted in, you know, shop around. You can get uh, some prices too if you think that the USA can win gold somewhere in the range of like three fifty, three seventy or so, mm-hmm. five fifty. But it speaks to where they're at in terms of the level of competition. They're still going to compete for a medal. Well, these there's, are exhibition games for a reason, right? Uh, there was there was a lot of hand wringing the other day about this. Like, oh man, they're not gonna they're not even gonna win a medal. It's over. Like, relax. I think they'll be perfectly fine who in terms of competing. That? Was that Skip or Shannon? The social media discourse. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Right. Uh, I mean, maybe one of them. I would assume. <laughs> it's part of the meeting, right? <laughs> NBA Finals year. Game Four tonight. This is uh, what more betters care about right now at William Hill Sportsbooks as we speak. Bucks four point favorites. Total of two twenty. And a half here at Circa, where we are sitting, it's uh, minus four and uh, two twenty. JVT, do you think we'll see any movement in those numbers before tip off at nine p.m. Eastern tonight? I mean, I feel fairly certain that we're going to see bucks uh, minus four and a half pretty much everywhere by the time we get to tip off tonight. Now, the mm-hmm. question is, I think Doug Kazarian brought this up with us uh, the other day. Do we get to five? I don't know if it reaches that high in right. favor of Milwaukee. I do believe that there are a lot of things the Bucks have done uh, that I think you. Probably feel pretty good if you're involved in Milwaukee in any way whatsoever to win this series, that they have found and discovered some things over the last game and a half that work in their favor. And a lot of it has to do with Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. But I think at the end of the day, I would say closing numbers are four and a half and a total of 220. I'll go 220. Yeah, 220 and a half, like right where we're at right now. All right, do we have Nick Bogdanovich back on? No, still working on him. What are we using, a rotary dial phone or what? <laughs> Why does it take so long? Call the operator. <laughs> Give me Nick Bogdanovich, please. Zero one, zero one. <laughs> uh, as, <laughs> so as you look at this, too, right now, overall with the NBA Finals, what I'd be curious about to see is I, I haven't been able to talk to Nick personally about where they were at with these final two teams as well. 
do you have an idea where they're at in terms of like liability and the Suns and I because don't. well cause the only reason I bring that up is you know the Suns were a really popular play at a lot of these other shops right if we're talking about like South Point I know those guys have a little bit of liability as they have said built up on Phoenix if they end up winning this thing because they were a popular play and they were in those mid ranges for a long time right forty to one thirty to one twenty mm-hmm. to one. Uh, and that builds up over time if you're getting tickets on that and those long shots uh, that are available. I know that uh, uh, the guys here at Circa have mentioned that the Phoenix Suns have been a popular play. Now, the Hawks were much worse for a lot of these teams, but I, I do not believe that the Suns would be a, a very favorable spot there. Nick Bogdanovich sounds like is back with us, though. Ask uh, him. So, Nick, yeah. let me ask you. You know, The consensus uh, for some of the bookmakers around town has been like, ah, Suns, we don't do great. Uh, how is that for you in terms of liability if the Suns end up winning this thing with this 2-1 series lead? Oh, we, yeah, we definitely have a side. We get uh, beat up pretty good with the Suns, and Milwaukee's fantastic. So we're, we're definitely big Bucks fans. How about game four tonight? Uh, how do you think this is going to be bet? And, uh, Nick, if you're on the betting side of the counter, how would you look to play it? You know, I would only have the Bucks. Uh, I think they'll hold home court. I think they got a little swagger back. I mean, it was big that Drew Holiday had two of the worst games in the history of professional basketball, games one and two, and, he rebounded to normal form in Game Three, so I think he'll have a little more confidence. I, I think, I think the Bucks make it two-two, and it goes back to Phoenix, and we have a hell of a series. And that's uh, best of three. Mm-hmm. If uh, the Bucks can uh, tie up the series tonight, all right. Let's talk British Open. You love golf betting. You love golf and betting it, and uh, you love to play long shots. And this looks like it's going to be that type of tournament, Nick. Uh, you expect to see some bombs up on that leaderboard this weekend? I hope so. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I always like the underdog story. I'm looking at uh, a couple. Uh, Robert McIntyre, the lefty from Scotland, who looks like the most unathletic person in the free world. But, <laughs> um, but you don't need that on a golf course, thank right. goodness. And I like your man, Brandon Grace from South Africa. Those are the two that I like the best out of out of the deep, deep long shots. Bobby Mack and uh, Brandon Grace. Um, mm-hmm. Big numbers on uh, those two guys. Brandon Grace actually a little disappointing last week in the Scottish Open, but that doesn't mean anything uh, this week. How about as a bookmaker, where are you seeing most of the money? Are, ple- are people, uh, let's say public betters, playing John Rahm at single-digit odds or not? Well, he's got the most tickets and the most money, but because he's the shortest price golf in the field, we still win with him. The, the two where we have by far the most exposure, good six figures, is uh, Louis Ustazen. And Victor Hovland. Those are the two we got to fade at Caesars William Hill. So, uh, but yeah, you know, everyone I, listening to the reporters, Rom, they act like Rom's going to win this thing pretty easy. So we'll see. Uh, but it, it, you know, you got to get up awful early to watch this one. This is, that's what hurts Axon a little on this one. People don't like crawling out of bed at three in the morning to watch. Yeah. I'm surprised. Uh, in terms of the more popular golfers, I was surprised to not hear like uh, Speed Kepka uh, up in that range for you guys, Will or Nick. <laughs> at William, you know what? They're in the next group that have they're, they're getting a little love, but again, uh, there's enough money in the pool to overcome them. The, yeah. the ones that two, the two big ones getting completely ignored are DJ and DeChambeau. People think they're going to have bad tournaments. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because uh, we see DeChambeau's odds drifting up around thirty to one, and this is a guy who in a lot of tournaments uh, early this season might be at around ten to one, mm. uh, ten to fifteen to one. So he's up around thirty. Do you, uh, what do you expect out of DJ and uh, DeChambeau? Very hard to predict. Yeah. Uh, DeChambeau better hit it better than he did in Montana. I mean, they were using Mo Aaron Rodgers shots. I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, he, 
he's a wild card of all wild cards because he's going to bomb it. Now, if he gets lucky and doesn't get penalized too bad and with some really, really bad lies where he's just chipping out and eating a stroke here and eating a stroke there, he'll be fine. But I have a feeling that's not the case. I, his, his driver's not under control. I think he's going to find himself in some bad spots. So I sort of agree with avoiding those two. Well, if that group, I've talked about this this week, if that group of favorites up there, six or seven guys at the top, which one do you think is most likely to be uh, near the top of the leaderboard on Sunday? I think it's Brooks Kepka. Do you agree or disagree with that? You know, I was all in on Brooks Kepka. Uh, but by far the most impressive major record of anyone in the field in the last five years. I mean, by like 60 strokes or something. He played on the tour over there. He's very comfortable over there. He likes it over there. But I saw his interview there yesterday. He said he ain't picked up a club in two weeks, hasn't hit a ball in two weeks, and he hates the course, and he was in a bad mood. So I don't know what to make of that. I, I, I was, maybe I shouldn't have saw the interview, and I'd been fine just proceeding forward with Brooks Kepka. But uh, I don't know. I got mixed huh. up Brooks after that interview. But I, I, I was before the interview, I was all in on it. Wow. I've watched a lot of golf uh, channel the last two days. I missed that interview too. No, I, hate to, I hate to hear that. Well, you're, luck, you're lucky it is. <laughs> I don't uh, feel great about that ticket. Yeah. Don't feel so great about that now, uh, Kepka. How's the handle been on this tournament? A little bit down from the other three majors. Yeah, I mean it's going to be good, uh, and it's going to be some really good decisions. But it will, it will, it won't rival. Nothing rivals the Masters, and it won't ri- rival the U.S. Open just because of the time slot. I- I- if it was on a normal time slot, it would definitely uh, get to U.S. Open levels. Well, it's on a normal time slot for me. I don't mm. think for most people. Yeah. <laughs> just say it's the end of the day for you, right? I love it. That's yeah, perfect. nighttime golf Perfect for viewing it. time for me. Nick Bogdanovich of William Hill Sportsbook. Nick, are we going to see you at the uh, British Gambling Draft tonight? Are you going to be there? I will be there. Hopefully we'll perform better than dead last like we did last tournament. Mm. All right, we'll see you tonight. Thanks. Appreciate the time. Have a great week, guys. At William Hill, U.S. on Twitter. Nick Bogdanovich. What did I say? No, I said oh, you I called, called him Will. Will. I called him Will. You had him confused with the VSIN handicapper William Hill. Yeah, which is yeah. not the Will Hill. It's up on Twitter. Um, you're going to be there. You have confidence in your uh, confidence in your team in this uh Betting draft of this British Open draft? Well, I don't know yet because we haven't drafted the team. And your skills. Of course. Mm -hmm. Always go in with a lot of count. The last one I participated in, I beat you out by a stroke to get third place. So I think that's why I'm I'm never going back. That's that's the peak. Yeah, what do we have? uh, 14 teams in that? I think I finished finished third in the U.S. Open draft. Yeah, Yeah, it's because I wasn't there. Matt Humans, <laughs> Matt Humans, twenty four seven. We will be back tomorrow here on Follow the Recap Money. Recap NBA Finals Game Four and live golf That's as right. we are on the air. It's going to be fantastic. Numbers game coming up next. Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.